coming up on the 70% Podcast. So we have Steve Pausenbach. There you go. Do you feel like there's an autocracy because we only have two political parties right now? So either the Democrats are in charge. No, because autocracy means one. Doosocracy. Oh, doosocracy. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know if that's a word. Words. I'm just going to make up a new word. Yeah, let's do it. We do, this, we do that on the show all the time. So the two-party system, and I, I said it last week, you know, it's broke. It is. It's, I agree. It's broke. And because of, I think we both are in agreement, uh, the super PACs, the, the amount of money that is poured into elections has so tainted anything mm-hmm. that anybody can do at that point. Right. That do I feel like they're working for Johnny over at Chevron? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Does Zuckerberg have uh, the ear of somebody? Probably not, only because I don't know anybody that would listen to him. <laughs> right. But, but he does have that money. And he's I think got the money. And between the super PACs and the lobbying and all that other stuff, it does roll down to money or roll up, roll down. It sure. comes down. Comes down to money. Comes down Thank to money. You. And yeah. Look what they're yelling about Canada right now. Mm-hmm. Trudeau just, imp- I mean, basically used a martial law style effect to say we're done with this mm-hmm. we're going to move on that's that's the way it's going to be we're done with it we're going to move on and nobody can right we're uh, just going to take we're not going to let we're you we're going to take your trucks we're going to take we're your gonna, bacon yeah, cars right. we're going to we're going to you can't get gas because you have no money you know at you know. that point then yeah i would say if that was america yeah now we need a we're probably going to need to redo a lot and your job, along with Mike's, is to get the 70% moving, to mm-hmm. get that 70%. Because even if it's, if you can get the 70% to start, and all you need is 52% of the 70%, or, you know, mm-hmm. we, you, you got to get to that 52 and you got to get, you, you got to get things moving. But again, the key is you're always going to make somebody mad. Right, you, you can't, can't you can't it, please everybody, and that's the problem. Where it comes down into the confront, why is it me? Why do I got to suffer? Why mm-hmm. why is it me, and not him? Right. I mean, yeah, we have our opinions, and Mike always likes to say, "In my opinion," um, which, he's never wrong. <laughs> just just so you know, Mike's never wrong. He's never wrong. No. Oh. I'll argue that all day long. The 70% Podcast with your host, Amy Alexander and Mike Sewell. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the 70% Podcast. Uh, Mike isn't here tonight. He is actually in New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. Uh, He missed Mardi Gras, I think, but we are still getting, if you look at his snap or his Facebook, he's still having a good time. So it's hard not to have a good time in New Orleans. So we have Steve Pausenbach. There you go. (laughs) uh, With us. And if you guys listen to the show last week, you know that Steve was here with us with JD. We had a conversation regarding religion and some of the things that separate us in that in that um, genre of um, aspects of things that separate us. And then we moved into politics a little bit and. We invited Steve here because he is very well versed in election laws, election, uh, the the whole gamut of um, 
what the most controversial part of our elections are now uh, from the 2020 election, you know, and all that controversy to what's going on in 2022 and what could be possible in 2024. We've also had some local changes uh, lately with some redistricting and stuff. So we're going to hit on that a little bit. Um, I guess the point of the story being, you know, please pay attention because we know Steve and I and most people uh, we really, truly feel that elections do have consequences. Um, most definitely. Most I mean, definitely. I mean... Whether it be the person that represents you or the look of the particular party's uh, outlook for the future. And I mean, that's generally, that's all that politics really... It, what are we going to do in the future? What are we going to do in the mm-hmm. future? What are we going to do in the future? So... When we have the local elections, uh, state elections, uh, presidential elections, whether it be whatever it is, all of these have forbearing consequences because the person is usually elected. I mean, congressmen are only two years, you know, senator six, president of four. Uh, here in the state, same sort of thing. Uh, the, the state aldermen or the, the, the state senators, I believe are four years i think four <clears throat> are they six i, I that yeah. one i'd actually have to look up again because i just for some reason it's not popping in my head but yeah the, um and i guess you know you and i had talked a little bit about going into this and really what lately is coming about out of these elections is the polarization mm-hmm. definitely so, so when we talk about the polarization and, you know, you're listening to the 70% podcast. Mm-hmm. And that means that, you know, 70% of us really are more towards the middle and we have the 15 on the left and the 15 on the right. It's just all we seem to be hearing today is the left and the right. right. And when I say the left and the right, I mean the conservative right and the radical left. Right. It, that's really what's coming forward to do me. Do you think the conservative, like, when you say radical left, and then you say conservatives, do you think of conservative conservatives, sorry, as being radical? Yeah, in their own in their own aspect, certainly they are. But their radicalization is: we want to go back to 1950. There was no problems, and everybody loved each other, and we all made a ton of money. They look at it through rose-colored glasses because obviously we had the Korean conflict. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Civil rights were nowhere to be found. Um, Well, I shouldn't say nowhere to be found. We had the budding of the civil rights Mm -hmm. at that point. But these, it it seems to the aspect that these guys don't want to really look at that portion of it. Okay, and then the extreme liberals, how are they looking at? The extreme liberals, I mean, uh, you look at it and you go, what's extremist about them? They want to give away, they want to take everybody's money and redistribute it. They, Mm -hmm. They generally are socialists at heart, and they truly want, really to, to take everything and redistribute it equally. Because they think be- everybody will be happy that way. 
they, they, that's their belief is that, yes, everything will be. Do you be. think most of them are willing to give up their own money or they just want to give up other people's money? I never met anybody willing to give up their own money. Exactly. You know, um, mm-hmm. whether it be, you know, I, uh, what's the guy on uh, Jimmy, not Fallon, the other one? Oh. Uh, um. ABC. <laughs> what's his name, Nate? Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. Kimmel. Jimmy yes. Kimmel. I would. I. Oh, never I mean, mind. Here, here's a, here's a guy that consistently talks about you know oh how bad you know everything is and last time I checked he wasn't you know one of these guys going oh, equal pay for everybody and that means I'm going to take a hundred thousand I'm going to pay you for running the camera a right. hundred thousand and you know yeah it, nobody's idea of utopia means that they just get a lot less. No, no, I right. I've never met anybody that said, you know, no. Oh, by the way, I have a lot. Let me just go ahead and make mm-hmm. sure that you get some. Yeah, I don't consider well, and I guess, I mean, I feel like I'm a little, I'm, I'm more conservative on the fiscal side for sure. I'm more, I, I think I'm more libertarian. If anything, just leave me alone and let me run my life. And have as little laws as possible. However, I don't, you know, when it comes to conservatism, I understand where they want to hold back because you can't have that socialist attitude and still produce things the way we have. From the liberal standpoint, you can't just give people everything and still have things the way we have. I don't think either party... I think both parties want to be, like you said, that they want to be back in the 50s. I don't think they see it that way. I think they see it as this has worked for this long and we've, we can't just all of a sudden make all these changes and expect things to work out. For instance, um, and this, I'm not... the. Everybody that's anybody listening, this is not a show to bash the liberals or the conservatives or a certain president or a certain whatever. But we do know that um, for uh, in the last year and a half, gas prices have gone up dramatically. Yes. Dramatically. And people are, well, it's not the president's fault. Well, policies that the president believes in that his party follows or that he chooses not to veto or whatever, that does have an impact. Well, sure, sure. And so, I mean, elections do have consequences. So Biden is okay with getting foreign oil and not getting domestic oil because his party believes in this new green energy policy where we're going to all just, I don't even know, end up on electric, <laughs> you know. Um, and I'm sure you have an opinion about that, but to me it's like you can't just shut it off on that side, pick it up on this side, and expect everybody to just understand what's going on. One of the things that actually today that was brought up was, okay, if we, what, 10 or 11% we import from uh, Russia at this point. If we shut that off, they actually talked about rolling back uh, the sanctions that they have against Venezuela to go ahead and have them pump more gas 
or Iran. Yeah, or so, yeah. So I <laughs> yeah. mean, getting changing your direction to get your gas from Russia and then go over to uh, Venezuela or Saudi Arabia or Iraq or anywhere is is not the answer either. Where were we getting our oil two years ago? We were still importing quite a bit of it, as much as anybody would have you believe that we were in your, we were on our way to energy independence. Uh, we were producing more oil at that point because of fracking. Um, we were also uh, running the the Northwest uh, pipeline. Was it the Northwest Keystone Keystone pipeline? Yeah. yeah, the Keystone pipeline, which they shut down. And when I say they, I mean the Democrats. Uh, President Joe Biden was one of the first things that he signed off on was shutting that down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Had he not shut that down at that point and just let the work finish or continue, we would be much closer to being able to say, fine, we'll get our oil coming out of Canada. Right. Screw you, Russia. We don't need your stuff. <clears throat> and we, we'd probably be in a lot better space right now than where we're at. Although 10%. I mean... If you want to get into the whole Russian thing, and uh, I mean, honestly, I can't see allowing that guy, and when I say that guy, I mean Putin, mm-hmm. uh, I can't see allowing him to continue in the way that he's continu- that, that he's been operating. Now, he did pull back a little bit under the previous president. They had a buddy-buddy relationship. But anybody that Sometimes studies... Sometimes you do have to be friends with your enemies in order <clears throat> for your enemies to not want to kick your ass. Well, anytime uh, you, if you go back and you study history and... and uh, I was just going to put a name out there that sh- if she's listening from sixth grade, oh, you and me <laughs> in the parking lot. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Well, if she's listening, yeah, if may, she's listening. maybe you ought to check your back before you walk outside right, right. today. Sorry, Tony. Um, um, anyway. But as you, as you take a look at history, you know, through uh, dictatorships, autocracies, um, you, there's always that level of appeasement. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we tend to go, eh, man, we really don't. And, you know, throughout the last... 80 some years everybody said you know how could we let hitler get away with that how how could you how could you have allowed all throughout the 30s this guy just kept railroading and go and he kept looking and going i'm good i'm done i'm done that's all i wanted and then you know how did that work out nine months later you know and yeah chamberlain tried to appease him chamberlain continued to appease because he kept promising england and we're not no a, war in my time. We're not appeasing Russia by like holding back on the sanctions and still buying seven hundred thousand gallons of oil. No, I, I'm saying we we, we barrels, should we should have cut it off before he even invaded. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't think you know, and I mean I I remember seeing the pictures of uh, of uh, the Ukraine and two days before the war, and they're just they're walking around like there's no problem, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, they're they're mounting it, and you kind of had that feeling. Is this really something that the Democrats are just making up? Is it you know legacy media you know toting a line? Right. Well, these guys were, and then suddenly, oh, well, they're coming in. 
we we told you they were coming in. We told you they were coming in. Yeah, but we knew for the last three months that they were coming in. We should have started sanctioning and saying no at that point. Mm -hmm. But nobody, and I don't know why nobody believed that this guy was not going to cross a border. I I mean, they, so the whole time that, and I'm not advocating for Trump or dissing Biden. At this point, I just want to make sure that people understand elections have consequences and you need to pay attention to the policies of the people that you are electing. Um, at one point, our, our oil or our gas, I could get a gallon of gas for 95 cents a gallon two and a half years ago. Okay. Um, I don't know, you know, was Trump buddies with Putin? I don't think buddies is the word. I feel like Putin probably, whether he thought Trump was derailed or he thought he was smarter than him or whatever, he held back. But even at that time, we were, we were still only doing 10% from it. It has a lot to do with just policies, politics, and the futures price. So you're saying that we are doing 10% of our oil from Russia and Venezuela and Saudi Arabia back no, then? No, 10% from Russia back then. Okay. Venezuela, I don't know what the current import is, but we have so many sanctions on Venezuela. I, Which I, sucks uh, because all they're doing is putting that on their people. Well, yeah, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. When you do sanctions, it doesn't affect the government. It doesn't no. affect the, the autocracies. It, there's, they still have their money. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We, we, we won't let them get it out of Sweden. So what's their, their definition? Their banks are. Yeah. So what's their definition of autocracy? Uh, or the definition of autocracy? I guess there's... But. A single rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, although... I guess the it, it differs from a dictatorship a little bit only by the fact that um, local elections still happen, mm-hmm. but the main guy ain't going anywhere, and he still writes all the... So y- you get a little bit of, here you are in, if the United States was an autocracy. In Green Bay, yeah, we, we could still elect our own mayor. It's not hand-picked and... and shove down your throat uh like china or anywhere mm-hmm. else you get you get a little bit of a say but not on anything major right do you feel like there's an autocracy because we only have two political parties right now so either the democrats are in charge no because autocracy means one the one oh, <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't gonna, know i don't know if that's a word words. i'm just gonna make up a new word yeah let's do, we, do this, we do that on the show all the time um, no, we, we run into, and it was one of the things we were talking about, uh, before the show and it, we come down to the, to our elections now and more likely than not, you're going to hear the lesser of two evils. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, elections, wow, I, how far back do we want to go? I mean, uh, as far back as you want, Steve. Kennedy, Nixon, I, I think was still a, a fairly good debate. I, I don't know if it was necessarily a lesser of two evils. I believe that one had more to do with uh, how we were going to handle uh, the USSR at that point. Uh, Johnson had Vietnam, so, I mean, that was really the rallying cry. Nixon, Ford, we ran into... 
We ran into Ford and Carter in 76. Carter comes away and we just, his policies just decimated. Uh, although we were spiraling down at that point, uh, we were still feeling the effects of Nixon and uh, being taken off the gold standard at that mm -hmm. point. People just didn't know how to react. Government, um, the, uh, the investments into uh, the economy mm -hmm. slowed down so greatly uh, in 73 and 74. Um, and then Ford got in and, I mean, here is the first president to never be elected. And when I say never be elected, I mean he never won an election at, not at one single, any level. At any level. No, he was always he was he was appointed a senator to replace somebody. He was appointed the vice president to, to replace, replace somebody, and then he ended up being yeah being appointed president to replace somebody. Right. Um. So and he lost, and so he's never actually I believe to this day won an election. No, he was a president <laughs> of the United States without winning an election. Yeah. Um, and we're not talking about Henry Ford, guys. Just so you just no yeah. Gerald Ford. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I just wanna, just to make and then sure. you go into Reagan. I mean, I I guess at some point in time, coming out of Reagan, um, Clinton was still pretty, I guess, pretty clear at that point, not being and uh, an overly hands-on president. How do you think he got elected? Bill Clinton? Yeah. 12 years of republicanism. There there's always and, and I he mean, knew we, how to play the saxophone. He, well, he was he was a young guy and he he, he changed he could, the way that uh people thought of you did elections. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, prior to that and still to this day one of the largest majority uh voting uh class or uh Voting blocks blocks or, is mm -hmm. seniors, mm -hmm. okay, and it, you know, some middle class or, or some middle aged people, and then you, the youth generally just doesn't get that involved. Well, by the time Clinton came around, uh, MTV started rock the vote. Mm -hmm. um, he was, I guess, by lack of I, I don't know, a, a better looking guy. He was younger. Um, he had some, you know, he started promising. Uh, so it is about looks. Somebody commented on my post today, that, and I know he was, I think he was kind of joking, but I was like, how do you decide what, and he said looks, and I'm like, eh, you know. Well, you go back to uh, Nixon Kennedy. Um, anybody who watched that debate mm -hmm. said Kennedy won. Mm -hmm. Anybody who listened to it on the radio said and Nixon, Nixon won. won. Nixon had just gotten over like a flu or something in their first debate and just looked haggard. Mm -hmm. He was, oh, he was way down, mm -hmm. you know, but still spoke very eloquently, um, you know. But going back to Bill Clinton, there was two things going against uh, Bush at that point. He had made the ultimate failure of making a campaign promise and breaking it. Mm -hmm. Now, did he break it? No, he allowed it to happen. Congress raised Which the taxes. Which campaign promise are you talking about? Uh, just uh, no new taxes. Right. 
Read my lips. Read no, my lips. No new taxes. Anybody under the age of, uh, I guess, 25 would never know that. Right. But, um, probably older. Whatever, yeah. So the Democrats pushed on that, but you also had 12 years of Republicanism. And it is hard, very hard, to hold that particular office for two terms, much less three terms, mm-hmm. or even going into four terms. Um, very few men have, or very few parties have done it. One guy did it all by himself, but I mean, that was through the Depression and mm-hmm. war. Generally, a, a president sitting in a major war like that, it's really hard to get rid of them at that point. Um, I'm surprised they didn't withhold elections <coughs> at that point. You know, national state <clears throat> emergency, martial law, no elections. No, if you did something to that effect, um, you would be stopping really the um, the reason that you are, for the better part, um, a free nation. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can't you can't just turn around and uh, look what they're yelling about Canada right now. Mm-hmm. Trudeau just, imp- I mean, basically used a, a martial law style effect to say. <laughs> We're done with this. Mm-hmm. We're going to move on. That's that's the way it's going to be. We're done with it. We're going to move on, and nobody can. All right. We're uh, just going to take. We're not going to let you. We're going to take your trucks. We're going to take we're your gonna, bank accounts. Right. We're, we're going to. You can't get gas because you have no money. You know, at you know. that point, then yeah, I would say if that was America, yeah, now we need a. We're probably going to need to redo a lot. Right. Um. But, but going back mm-hmm. to your your two party system, all right. So the two-party system, and I, I said it last week, you know, it's broke. Mm-hmm. It, it is. It's, I agree. It's broke. And because of, I think we both on agreement, uh, the super PACs, the, the amount of money that is poured into elections has so tainted anything mm-hmm. that anybody can do at that point. Right. That yeah, do I feel like they're working for Johnny over at Stravron? Sure, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, does Zuckerberg have uh, the ear of somebody? Probably not, only because I don't know anybody that would listen to him. Right, but, <laughs> but he does have that money. And he's I think got the money. Between the super PACs and the lobbying and all that other stuff, it does roll down to money, or roll up, roll down. It sure. comes down. Comes down to money. Comes down Thank to money, you. and yeah, I mean, there's no, I don't know anybody that's going to argue for the super PACs. Um, and I, except for the politicians, of course, I don't even know so much if they would argue for them. Um, you have to kowtow so much to be able to be on the plus side of that, Mm -hmm. that even though they can't give to your particular election fund, they can sway a lot more. I mean, if you only have $3 million in your election fund and you're going against a super PAC, that has sixty million dollars, and they don't want you. They, you better be cute. <laughs> <laughs> you better have a grassroots campaign that would make Bernie Sanders go, "Wow, if only I had that." Yeah, holy <laughs> crap, I'm joining that club. Yeah, <laughs> you know that. That's really what it comes down to. Is just that that whole amount of money that um, you see, and and I don't know any way to get around it other than we are going to have to. To, to get around it, we'd have to start a grassroots 
uh, in the state levels, mm -hmm. in all 50 states, you're going to have to start it because you're going to have to get a, a state to say, you know, we want to change the Constitution because it's been ruled on, and I incorrectly stated it was uh, in the 90s. And remember, oh, uh, yeah. we figured out the super PACs actually have only been legal since 2010, 2010 which, which is 11 years. That seems... Yeah, that just okay. didn't, that didn't seem right. Well, they were, I think they were doing them um, prior to 2010, but now they're legal. Well, they, were, they weren't quite the way that they were schemed right. up now. They, they right. were PACs. I mean, we've, always, we've had PACs, political action committees, forever. Right. Um, but the way that the super PACs are, and, and political action committees actually had uh, limits to what you could, how much you could uh, donate and this right. and that, where the super PAC, there's nothing. I mean, if, if Elon Musk wanted to turn around and write, you know, $70 billion to what he can do it. Yeah. And he, nobody can say anything about it. And he doesn't have to tell anybody that he funded that super PAC. Right. And uh, you would think there would be more, in, more detail or more to that. You would think we as the American uh, populace should have the right to know. And we, uh, or demand to know. Well, we and that's getting back to that grassroots campaign that says, you know, whether or not we want to uh, add another amendment to a constitution. Mm -hmm. It in my limited legal knowledge, that is about the only way I can see it happening because the Supreme Court has ruled on it. Mm -hmm. So even if Congress goes off and makes a new law and says super PACs are no longer, they're going to come back and go, no, it was allowed. It's, there's a precedent. Mm -hmm. You said it was legal under our Constitution. So you have to go out now and change the Constitution that says, you know, here, here it is. I mean, we've talked about uh, uh, term limits, um, you know. Yeah, convention of states. Yeah, convention. So, but, I mean, you know, you go back to term limits. Love them and hate them. I don't think it's a bad idea. In some ways, yeah, because you don't want to see uh, a guy like Strawn Thurman, you know, who, what was it, 70, 60 plus, uh, almost 70 years in between Congress and the Senate? Right, like but that. he's not even in there anymore. No, he did now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how about um, Chuck Schumer, who is in there 30 years, 38 years, Nancy Pelosi, 32 years. Yeah. Um, who is the guy, Mitch McConnell, on the Republican side? The, I don't even know how many. I mean, there are a lot of long timers there that have gotten the opportunity to uh, have their presence felt longer than right, any president and have had the opportunity to um i don't want to say instigate influence influence instigate influence <laughs> In, <laughs> you know what i mean I, I i guess i would use the term influence more only mm -hmm. because you look at it and you go you know Obviously, she's the Speaker of the House, third most powerful person in the country right now. Mm -hmm. And this is a job that she had, and then the Republicans won the Congress, and they, she lost it. And mm -hmm. then when they came back, she's one of the only few that ever got that job back right. after her party because she held so much influence over 
the other Democrats in there because she controlled so much of the Democratic purse strings. Mm -hmm. And that's why she's where she's at. Right. They didn't say, oh, Nancy Pelosi, we love you. Oh, my God. It yes, was Nancy, Nancy, I really can't see my way to backing you. Well, mm -hmm. I can't see my, my way, way of... Losing my job. Yeah. I can't see my way of making sure that the funds get deposited in your particular uh, election mm -hmm. campaign. And then it's like, well... Yeah. It, all, it does roll down to money. It, I mean, I'll, yeah. Whatever happens, follow the money. Exactly. And it, it, it doesn't matter whether it's in business, whether it's in, in mm -hmm. uh, the, 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 pri the private or the mm -hmm. public life. Do follow. you think that term limits are actually... Wait, let me rephrase this. Sorry. Back up a second. Term limits, if they are good or if they could be granted or pushed or part of our policy, do you think that would make the people in Congress less likely to go with their own, um, to make policy based on their own needs instead of the people that they represent? What do you see happen in a lame duck president? Uh, see? Yeah. They, they, generally are going to do things that they probably weren't going to be able to do if they were running for re-election. Um, they're going to be able to tell people, yeah, uh, no, that's that's not what I want. Yeah, um, but I, I, I don't think that having 30 years of power in the same, for instance, and this is just a for instance because it's a totally different uh, job. So I am president of Service League. Mm-hmm. Of Green Bay. We do the back to school store. We do, I mean, the, we only have t a two year term. So I was vice president for two years. I am president for two years. And then I'm past, oh, I take that back. Vice president for a year, president for a year, and past president. So I have a, like a three year where I'm influential in decisions. But I still care enough about the charity that. I keep myself involved without that influence, and I don't worry necessarily about my time in the spotlight. At Do you the, think there's any possibility at all that our government could be like that? Because our government is supposed to be working for the country, not working for themselves. You, you can, but I mean, that's, that's what the political party is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. They are supposed to be the continuation of that thought, that format, and that's why the, you know they have the Republican convention uh, every couple of years. They have a Democratic convention every couple of years. That's where all these people who may not be elected officials but are staffers for uh, that particular official or or press secretaries or something to that effect, to where they get together and they go, this is what the Democratic Party should stand for. This is why we want it to be, and this is how we're going to lead it. And you saw, um, well, we didn't see it at the last Democratic convention because uh, it was wiped out by the C. <clears throat> Ved. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the I'm C. Like, the o Caribbean Ved. or the... <laughs> I got to spill things out for her. Um, hey, come on. <laughs> so um, COVID kind of wiped it out. But um, 
you still have uh, what is the what what do they call themselves the the, the radical section of the uh, Cortez and and uh, oh progressives yeah the but they got a cute little squad. name for themselves the squad thank oh, you yes yeah yes okay that's where the squad comes and says no. We are only going to do Green Deal things, and then the conservative how side is that of it working goes. out for us right well, now? I mean, but the Republicans do the same thing. You know, we're gonna we we want this happening, and we want this happening, mm-hmm. and we never want to hear this term again. And they, so nobody can compromise because they all want their own thing. Is that what you're saying? Compromise, compromise. Honestly, I think compromise is a dying breed. So then, okay. All right, I agree with you because it seems that there are, and that's the point of the show. You know, we have people on the left and people on the right that continuously fight. And there's like, I'm willing to compromise. If you're looking for somebody to compromise, I'll do I just need to, who do I, where's my super PAC? I'll run, you know. Put me, this is going to sound very odd, but put me in a room with a bunch of white boards and marker boards, and I will solve a lot of problems more so than anybody else has in the last eight years. We'd like to think we would, but um, most of these people are so staunch and so dug in that changing their mind isn't a realistic prospect right We're, then we got to change the, their job no we we've got and your job along with mike's is to get the 70 percent moving to mm-hmm. get that 70 percent, because even if it's if you can get the 70 percent to start and all you need is 52 percent of the 70 percent or you know mm-hmm. we you, you got to get to that 52 and you got to get you, you got to get things moving but again, the key is you're always going to make somebody mad. Right. You, you can't, can't, you can't it, please everybody. And that's it. the problem where it comes down into the compromise. Why is it me? Why do I got to suffer? Why, mm-hmm. why is it me and not him? Right. Because everybody, I mean, humanity itself, they all deserve equal <laughs> treatment. However, and Mike and I have this discussion all the time when it comes to things like reparations and things i'm like just because i'm not gonna just give you money because you feel like you didn't get a fair shake when you didn't take the opportunities that you had like i did when i did you know what i mean so you can't just i've listened i understand both your sides on the whole reparations thing and I'll I'll leave that one just okay. just right. so that we get back to kind of this right. this Sorry. whole yeah, just, yeah. Um, you know the election and the consequences. So yeah, we we're polarized. We know that. Do we always have to have a right and left? You're always well. That goes back to uh, the way that I put it last week was when you are viewing something. Mm-hmm. The angle that you're viewing it shows you that. But if you move or you move that object, that object changes. Mm -hmm. Now, you may like it when you're looking at that statue straight on. Others may like it more from the side. 
And that's, that's what it is. It, it comes down to that preference of what, what do you, how do you want to view it? So you can't, you can't look at somebody and go, no, 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 no. You come over here. You can only view it from this angle. Right. You can't it, do that. It, it's already not working. I mean, that, we have proven that time and time again. It's never worked, you know. Right. Um, and that's exactly why we're in the position we are now. But standing there and looking and saying, you know, um, let's just go ahead and remove it and then nobody has to view it isn't the right way either. Um, You've got to learn to accept that they enjoy the view from their side. You enjoy the view from your Mm -hmm. side. But that statue is going to eventually rot if nobody's allowed to touch it. Right. It will eventually, the rain will deteriorate it or sun, whatever, wherever Mm -hmm. it's at. Somehow that will start to crumble. So we need to make sure that we don't allow it to crumble. We've got to piece this thing. We've got to keep care because we both enjoy viewing it. Mm-hmm. So we have to take care of it. And I think that that's where the two-party system, I don't think that's exactly why the two-party system, I think the two-party system came about because they were there were disagreements. Sure. Well, but yeah, but there, but two sides of every coin. Right. And, but I think initially it was like, okay, I have this view and, and they were closer together. So then there was, okay, you have this side, you have this side and they were, they, you don't think they ever came together? No, don't, don't, don't look back at history and go, wow, what a rosy and oh Mm -mm. my goodness. Oh, the, that's not what I'm saying. The founding fathers were, were so close together and they shot each other, you know, right. Burn Hamilton, baby. And that was that was a political thing. That was right. you know. And I'm so. not saying that necessarily, but I'm saying that there were two viewpoints, so that's why that ended up. Well, sure, because again, you know. But then um, now the viewpoints are way, and you, you, nobody can see me, but my arms are like way out here. I don't know if they're any necessarily farther apart than what uh, some of the original arguments were. I mean, yeah, we, you know, uh, green new. Uh, Take the Green New Deal versus fossil fuels. It seems like it's a mile and a half apart. But the truth is, is fossil fuels one day will run away. One day, but we can't just do it right now. You, you can't, yeah. You can't just cut it. You can't cut a piece of the cake and go, the cake's still whole. Right. You can't take a piece out. and So, yeah, should we? And uh, somebody had asked me, you know, what do you think about the Green New Deal? And I said, look, I said... There's a lot of things to consider. Mm-hmm. We still have to function the way we want to function, you know. So getting somebody to say, because I, you know, I'm, I'm about to drive my family in a couple of weeks down to Florida. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it in an electric car, no. not not in the amount of time that I'm taking. Right, I you put know. thirty thousand miles a year on with my job. There's no that I can't stop every whatever. No. And can yeah. I go back and forth to work every day in an electric car? Sure, I can. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But again, electric still causes coal burn. I think that's uh, what people don't understand. Like electric, there are so many things that are dependent on the fossil fuels that you can't just cut it off. So there is, they seem a world apart, but they're actually closer together than you think Mm -hmm. because they both have problems. Now, can they work together and, and fix those problems? We hope so. And I mean... Not with the people that we have right now. I don't think. I don't think any of the people that we have in our current 
government making policies that will get us on track together have the mindset to get on track together? Well, of course not. Because why? Because we're human. The money that's behind. <laughs> oh yeah, them. yeah, yeah. That's it. Comes uh, back to the money. I mean, it comes agreed. Uh, so greed. You know. Greed, uh, wanting to stay where, even if it was a zero-sum dollar. Right. Know, Nobody likes they, change. They, they just don't want to give it up because they're unsure. You know, could Exxon become the new green company? Sure. If they if they spent enough money and, and did it, and they have money that they invest in green mm-hmm. because they know one day... Oil's not going to be there. But for right now, oil is the thing that's keeping them, right. you know, in the 40-foot yacht and the million-dollar mansion. And right. all the investors love it because, that, you know, they're, yeah. they're still making dollar after dollar after dollar. So um, get kind of jumping into a new way to, to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about uh, ranked choice voting. Okay. All right. We discussed it a little bit. Um, we had to look it up to actually see what is this called again? Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> and like, there's three types, and oh yeah. All right. So if you don't know what ranked choice voting is, um, it's basically stating here's some candidates, and you're going to go into the ballot booth uh, during uh, the the primaries, and you're going to say uh, candidate A is my first choice, mm-hmm. candidate C is my second choice, candidate D is my third choice, and you know, other people are going to vary. They're going to add those up. And they're going to give you uh, the top two that mm-hmm. run off. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Unless, during that primary, somebody gets 50%. Then they automatically become. The primary person. The, no, then, the, they, then, they, then they automatically win the election. All right. But you have to have uh, 50 point. I, I believe that's the way it's run, and, and somebody can quote me, or somebody can correct me. But as I understood it out of New York, was we have some we have some um, fans. What do we uh, we have some listeners peop- listeners to the podcast? <laughs> we, we we have people. We have people <laughs> um, that would probably be interested in researching that for us, and and you know, maybe. But, and I got to say, um, I thought it was the worst thing I'd ever heard of in my life. Uh, this ranked choice voting. Mm-hmm. No. You're idiots. What well, it's like it's like. Um, what the more? Do you like chocolate cake or carrot cake or cheesecake? Well, I like chocolate cake the most. I like carrot cake and oh, wait. I'm anyway. Don't. That's not my personal yeah. opinion. But right. I I get what you're saying. But I'm just saying. And the more I looked at it, I was kind of like, I'm very intrigued by it now. Mm-hmm. I think I would like to to have it. Um, Try it out on. I think you know, it gives an people alderman. an opportunity not to have to make that ultimate choice. Well, and it, it's getting away from you know the one thing that we talked about. You know, the lesser of two evils. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, yeah, I kind of want uh, Tommy because whew, Tommy really spoke a good game. But I don't think Tommy's going to be able to carry it. But I'm going to put Tommy number one, and then number two, I'm going to put Johnny because, eh, well, Johnny's been there, and he, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of feel like then you can get out there and maybe cast that ballot for that third, that third person. Right. You don't have and, that ultimate choice. Yeah. And then we don't have the, 
So Tommy Lee Jones, Johnny Depp, and Chuck Norris are going to be on the ballot. <laughs> I'm picking Chuck. Um, you know, uh, Tommy Lee, man, because he was an Elvis fan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who isn't an Elvis fan? Come on. Uh, I've met some people, but um, we, we get away from that, that the lesser of two evils, and I think it gives, especially in that primary, and one of the things that I've always disliked about Wisconsin mm-hmm. is that it is uh, party primaries. Yeah. You only get to vote Republican or you only get to vote Democrat. If it, right. Who, who do you want? You know, and it comes down to play a lot more, you know, when the governor becomes involved or uh, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, attorney general, right. something to that effect, where, look, I, I might like, Candidate A for the governor, but his but yeah, all my his, candidate C or my you know my my one for the attorney suck. general. Yeah, I actually want this guy over here, and mm-hmm. he's on the Democratic side, and I don't get to say, well, and boy, I really would like him to be in the primary. So because then in the the open election, I can go ahead and vote for him. Right, but and mm. that's where we have problems because we can't like we can't combine. Well, that's the, here in Wisconsin. Not mm-hmm. every state has that. No, not so, every state, but um, we're not the only state either. Yeah, we're not the only state. So, I mean, that becomes that whole issue of, God, I just, I, I don't like that style of primary. Mm-hmm. It just, it, it irritates me because I don't want to, you know, just because I like that one guy, now I got to, what am yeah. I supposed to do? So pick? what's your perfect style of primary? Um, Just open primary, just you get to vote for whoever you want to vote for. And how uh, many people should be on that ballot? If you can get 10,000 seconds, you know, it uh, depends upon what yeah, it is. I don't even know I mean, how many. I, mean, you I mean? think for like the governor, I think you need 10,000 signatures and. Something uh, like that. Yeah. Uh, and all, a bunch for, of money. For the alderman in Green Bay or mm-hmm. I, I think it's like 200 signatures, 300 signatures. I don't, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure on that, but I know they have to go out and they've got to, they've got to. Yeah, mm-hmm. Collect signatures and have you know, yeah. Start talking to people and go, hey, this is why. I'm well, they run. should because they need to talk to. I mean, if this is the reason that you want to run, doesn't necessarily mean that the people around you are. Yeah, yeah. they they, they they may turn around, look at you, and go, what the heck? No. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, well, and you should still be able to run. But the thing is, you when then you bring you, the you, money in uh, politics, you, and then it's like you've got to have some support. I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nobody wants to see, you know, somebody just go down and I'm going to run for this and this and this and that. You know, I'm going to put my name on governor, uh, lieutenant governor, right. attorney general, um, I state should do senator. That. My, my last name starts with A. I'll be on the top of all the ballots. You know, I'm just going to write, I, I want to be on all the ballots mm-hmm. because. Something I, will stick. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, who, who. Right. Who, you know, who who knows? Somebody just goes, I, I think I heard that name, you know. Right, and that's the they, way that, They didn't do mm-hmm. any research and... and that's you know, how I truly. feel like it is. People feel obligated to vote because, you know, we uh, we pump into it, you know, it's your American duty or it's your whatever, uh, citizen duty, whatever you want to call it. And then people go and vote. Like I have people, because they know I pay attention, ask me all the time, who should I vote for? I'd be fine to tell you, but it really would be great if you would just do your own research 
And because that doesn't make me any better than the guy standing on no. the pulpit saying, well, hey, I'm going to do this for you. Depends if you want to go out there and you like that candidate a lot and you want to look at somebody and, and go. What if I like that candidate a lot just says, because he gives me a bunch of money? Well, then, uh, you know, he, he bought your support. Well, that, yeah. Then I think a little less of you. As well, you should. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, uh, so is there a perfect way to run an election? Probably not. Um, but like I said, I, this ranked choice voting has intrigued me. Mm -hmm. I, I think it might be interesting to see how that comes about. Yeah. Um, whether or not, you know, I, I'm sure nationally they would never because, oh, my God. They, they can't believe their results now, so why would they right. their results exactly. have a ranked choice? So in that, you know, on a nationwide basis, we in 2020 we had, so we have the popular vote and then we have the uh, electoral vote. Do you believe that either one of them are beneficial or do you think that they need to stick together? The electoral college originally came about so that you couldn't stuff ballot boxes. Mm -hmm. It didn't matter. Um, you only had one vote for your 11,000 people or whatever the initial uh, elector uh, number was. But that was one of the reasons why it came about. They didn't want ballot stuffing. They didn't want, you know, oh, uh, Maine has... 7,000 people, but they cast, you know, 30,000 votes for the president. It, and I'm talking like in, you know, 1889 okay. or 1789. Uh, yeah. when <clears throat> So th that was one of the reasons why it really came about was it was their way of protecting against ballot, mm -hmm. uh, ballot stuffing. And the other reason why was they weren't sure that the American populace was going to be intelligent enough to really pick the good candidate to you, pick to pick a person that wasn't corrupt and didn't want to make this suddenly and how into that an for us? Well, you know, two hundred what 68? 60, 68 years later, we're still a free country. We are fortunately because there are a lot of us that fight for that. Well, there was a lot of them that fought for it back then, and there's now you can stand there and say, you know, you're a free country, but you got a couple of black eyes, and hell yeah, we do. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we've not we've not been perfect. Are those black eyes ever going to heal, or are they always going to be there? I don't. It, black eyes heal, but the problem is, is somebody going to punch you again? You know, it, and that's part of where we're at now. Is mm -hmm. it seems like everybody's just punching. Um, you know, if you say one thing wrong, mm, but, uh, on the, on the electoral college, um, has it run its course? <sighs> somewhat. Yeah. Um, somewhat, but it also stops New York and LA. Exactly. From electing our, that's where I being, feel like the electoral, the electoral college, sorry, is beneficial because there are states like Maine, Montana, you know, that have less populace yeah. that still should have a voice 
Yeah. So do, do, do the people of Montana want the people of L.A. in California to be running the show for them? If you ran for president, you only have to win New York, Texas, and California. Mm-hmm. If you if it's the populist vote, right? That's it. That's all you have to win. So then those I only have to spend money in three states. Right. To hell with the rest of you. Which is fucking bullshit. That, that's Sorry. what you're gonna. That's yep. what you're gonna hear. You're gonna hear to hell with the rest of you. Mm-hmm. I, I get it. You're a nice little cute puppy, right? Boop, but boop, you boop, don't boop. know. You're 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 all rednecks or hicks or yeah. or backwards, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Or you don't know anything. You don't live in the big city. You don't. Whatever, and this is the way the world should be. Yeah. So, and New York, California, and Texas will turn around and tell you, we have more people, and we pay more in taxes, and we should get, you know. That doesn't give anybody else a voice, then. You might as well just have the three of those states. Well, then then you might as well just break it up and call it the Confederacy of the United States. And we're all going to be just, you know, we'll have one national And eventually it's just going to be New York and California battling because Texas will eventually, whatever. And it'll be the West Coast and the East Coast. And we'll all, yeah. We've seen that play out, Biggie. (laughs) (laughs) Biggie and Tupac played that out for us. They did. Um, They did. And it doesn't end well. It just doesn't end well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, No. So, yeah, they're... The Electoral College still has a place, and until we figure out uh, probably a little bit better way, um, I'm all right with it. It, Yeah, everybody gets mad because, you know, oh, Donald Trump didn't win the popular vote in 2016, and Hillary did, so Hillary should be, but because of, it's because, you know, if you take a look at the map and... You know, he won, he won 70, per, 70, he won 70 percent of the land mm-hmm. in, in, you know, right. and when you think she of only it won 30 percent of the land. Right. So uh, those that own land should have more say, right? Well, no, we, we fought against England to stop that, right? Right. Yeah. So, right. okay. Yeah. So it's just one man, one vote. That's I'm why. Sorry. That's oh. why. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to reach over and slap me for that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear what I said? Oh, it's only one man, one vote? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, one person, one vote. It doesn't, Sorry. I, I, I totally, <laughs> I am not, I mean, it is International Women's Day today, March 8th. Um, Just so you are aware. Wonderful. Uh, yeah. Wonderful. Um, it is uh, Women's Day. What day is na- International Man's Day? Um, I don't know. See, <laughs> Nobody and, cares. Yeah, well, and that's, and that's shitty too. I, I don't. You know. I I I, just, I heard it somewhere that it was. But, yeah. There's probably some, I don't know. All right. So anyway, um, so the electoral college, you in or out? I'm in. Okay. I I it makes perfect sense to me. We're in. Uh, if anybody else has an opinion, you know, send yeah. it to us. Yeah. Let us know. Uh, yeah. Maybe we're missing something that we should not miss. Right. I mean, so. on the seventy percent podcast, we try to make sure that everybody is knowledgeable about. All opinions or all are both sides. We're not trying to say this is the way it should be or this is the way it shouldn't be. I mean, yeah, we have our opinions. And Mike always likes to say, in my opinion. Um, which... He's never wrong. <laughs> just just so you know, Mike's never wrong. He's never wrong? No. Oh, 
I'll argue that all day long. But anyway. Well, not in his it, mind. Oh, in his mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a typical man thing. Yeah. Kidding. Oh. Uh-huh. Here's a shot back at us. <laughs> uh, anyway, so what is your take on the next president? Do you think Biden should want? <clears throat> Biden should run again? I don't believe the Democrats will put him up. He says he's running. And I, I don't, like I said, I don't know if it's just, you know, I, from what I understand, uh, they now say it's a speech impediment. Yes, I heard that. Um, but the, Which sudden, if you have a speech impediment suddenly, that's a brain issue. Cognitive reasoning. I, not, not that he can't form a well-thought-out opinion, but getting it out of the brain and into the microphone and, and getting other people around you, just because you have that cognitive ability at one point, can you, st- I, and I equate it to a boardroom, but like over whatever, a war room, whichever, can you sit in a, at a table with a bunch of other people and lead that Go, conversation? Yeah. Here, here's the thing. Um, go back to Ronald Reagan. In his second term, yeah. they the amount of, Information that is out in in forms of books and interviews, um, but he napped like fifteen minutes out of every hour. They they said they'd just look over and his head would be down. Well, that's and, and awesome. Out. If you have the right people behind you, it, that's great. But that's yeah. that's that's you guys not can't really, see me yeah, smiling because somebody really somebody then is filling in for that time. All right. So who do you think is filling in for Biden right now? I don't know. I, they, they're, you know, the White House is full of staffers and staffers that may or may not report to him. I don't know. I can't, I can't speak fully of it. I'm not there. I have my but theories, I, of course. But I have, I have, they have policies that, you know, um, everybody gets a little input in. And I think sometimes he turns around and says, mm, no, no, I'm not going to actually say that. And then they go, and then they feed it through uh, uh, his little teleprompter, teleprompter. and then he or... starts talking, and and um, so yeah. Um, in and... my opinion, there's no reason that anybody, and this is going to sound totally ageist and crappy to the people that are very cognitively sharp, sharp at the age of seventy-five or eighty. But I think at that point in your life, there has got to be, like, why, why take on that? Why, why would, why would you, why would we depend on that person to fulfill four years? I don't even know. I mean, my dad died at 75. Why would I think that somebody else can survive another four years and carry on? And be cognitive and be, you know, whatever. And I'm, I'm, you know, bringing it down to personal levels. But what I'm saying is that when the average age of degeneration in our society is 74 to 76, and now we're getting an 83-year-old guy to come in and be the president of the United States and have his button on the freaking football 
or his button, his finger on the button. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> his button on the football. Um, you know what I'm saying. And the football does ha- has nothing to do with Aaron Rodgers, people. Okay. What you're speaking of is uh, rampant ageism. Uh, it is rampant we ageism. We are not going to have to cancel Amy Alexander. Oh, damn it. Cancel culture. Uh, if you're out there, could you right. please uh It was start nice throwing knowing y'all. <laughs> Follow um, my nude podcast called the 68% podcast. The 2%, <laughs> the 2% that are still me. willing to listen to me? <laughs> the 2% that hate me right now. Um, no, it, you know, is there a time where, you know, in that same aspect, then why do we allow a Supreme Court judge to sit there until they're 90? That's a very good question. 97. There's no, there's, I mean... And this is the thing that may, and, and I'm not saying that, you know, I think Donald Trump in the presidency, whether he was meant to be there, was good at that, whatever, everybody hated him, that's fine. But I think he brought out the um, hypocrisy of a lot of things. So they, people thought, Everybody on the left thought Donald Trump was incapable of being president. He was, you know, and all these things. And they tried to impeach him and say, oh, yeah, he's cognitively destruct or whatever. And but now we have this guy. The guy was a social ass. And I don't think anybody will deny that. So being a social ass doesn't make you a good leader? No, no, I didn't say that. But the guy was a social ass. I mean, I... I, I voted for him twice, and I'll tell you this. He was a social ass, and he was the the second time. Mm-hmm. I seriously looked at my ballot for probably five minutes before I actually before, filled it in. Because because Hillary was a better choice? No, the, this was between Biden and this, the second time around. Oh, here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Second I'm sorry. Time second time, yeah. And the only reason I didn't put, because I knew how bad Joe Biden would be. He, Trump got my vote the second time because he the was, Democrats um, threw somebody so horribly uh, unqualified for that position. But he was vice president. Doesn't he, vice? So was Dan Quayle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on! Just because, just because you got to be the, the vice presidents generally are people who will garnish support in a difficult area for their running mate. Mm-hmm. Um, Lyndon Baines Johnson was on the ticket with Robert F. Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Or uh, John F. Kennedy. Sorry. Uh, should never, never have been on that ticket. The only reason that he was there was because they knew they needed Texas. Mm-hmm. That was the only reason Johnson got on the ticket. Kennedy hated, hated Johnson. He he really did not like him in the least. Yeah, a little bit. So not, not even a little. <laughs> I mean, they they had such differencing differencing viewpoints mm-hmm. in the Republican or in their Democratic Party mm-hmm. that it was unbelievable that and everybody went, who, who did he pick? And they all went, well, yeah, yeah. do you think? Biden truly picked Harris? Um, he, no, uh, the Democratic Party picked. The DNC? Yeah. 
I mean, they, they went through a, a laundered list of, and they wanted to make sure that they had a woman. A woman vice president. And preferably a woman of color, mm-hmm. which is uh, really what they wanted. I mean, uh, right. Harris is n- really not qualified. I mean, if something happened to Biden, I would probably state that even her own party would turn around and say, yeah, we're going to have to uh, have you step down. And then and then, then what do we have, Pelosi? Then you have Pelosi. So is that by design? It, it could have been. They, they, gee, who knows? Nancy's a smart woman. She, she is I a don't, vindictive woman. Yeah. Very well, much Well, so. she seems to be. I don't know her personally. I couldn't speak to her uh, on that. But uh, she seems to, she plays the political game. Well, she's been doing well, it for 34 years. Yeah, yeah. 32, 34, whatever. And that's what that gets you. Yeah. You know, it just. Uh, so, you know, 2024, um, do I see uh, a Trump Biden too? I don't think so. I no. don't, Trump, I don't think Trump, Trump wants to be the kingmaker now. He's not right. so interested in being the king because it's it's a lot of work, and right. he he wasn't really fond of the work. Right, he's been through the wash. And they don't it's know his family. It's yeah. Outside of people running for office, there's not a lot of, and I'm talking in the R the RNC. There's not a lot of people going Trump. We want you back in. Right. Um. You know. There's uh, a lot of people out there. Like there's a lot of people that are like going to the rallies. And the one, whatever. the ones that want Trump in there because they go, well, Donnie, can you make sure that my district, which is heavily Trumped, mm-hmm. can you can you back me? And right. he goes, well, will you back me? Right. You know, he wants to make he wants to be the kingmaker, and he he's having more fun being the kingmaker than he okay. is. Right. Probably going to be president. Probably then he would be I think he could be a good influencer as far as making sure that people get on board of a, uh, on the, on the, on the train of, you know, the Trump train of whoever is, he's backing. But, um, I don't know. I think we need, I think we need a woman president next. I don't care I don't no I'm not I, saying I, that it's not, it, it it doesn't have to be male or female but I'm saying let's give that a try because there are smart women I'm not saying Hillary Clinton because she you go back to Watergate and Hillary has had a sordid past uh, and with whatever so I'm not saying Hillary Clinton I'm not saying what was Harris. her name that had the RNC response out of the State of the Union. Uh, uh, she Kathy. Is, yeah, uh, in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Um, she's on, she's what they say is on the fast track right now. Mm-hmm. But again, remember, we are in 2022. The front runners never, you know, right. you don't, well, you don't hit, stri- you don't hit stride until. Um, right. But we have to, because we have a primary coming up in November. November 2022 is going to be. Yeah, we have Ron Johnson. Uh, uh, not a primary. I'm sorry. We have uh, we have midterms. Midterms. Yeah, there are a lot of seats open. There are a lot of changes that we can make. Yeah, uh, here in Wisconsin, 
uh, senator, we have a senator that'll be up for election. Uh, governor? Yeah, governor. Governor, governor will be on that ballot. Yeah, um, I can't. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, we have a lot to really dive into. And, and, you know, as Amy and Mike always tell you guys, um, they're not here to uh, be on a soapbox for anybody. They're here to get you guys to do your own research. And think. Get out and there. Think, think about how this is, per- I mean, actually. And then one of the things that I always tell everybody is, you know, in my work life, uh, running a business, I'm always looking at six months, 12 months. Mm -hmm. I don't look too much past 12 months. Um, it's great that you can write down, Oh, I got a five-year goal. Um, but as most people tell you, the the five-year goal only makes you disappointed. Usually Uh, you're either, you're either, if you do it by six, by 12, and go by six by 12. Well, yeah, you have to have you'll, stepping stones. You'll hit it. But where most people fail then is where they'll they'll look at it and go, well, I have a five-year goal, but they don't do the stepping stones. And five years, I want to be, you know, one of the famous questions from uh, interviewers is, and where do you see yourself in five years? You know what they don't want to hear? You looking at them going, well, I'm either going to have your job or I'm going to be working for another company doing your job. <laughs> right. Because they're going to go, <laughs> But then, he's but, willing to leave. Right. You know. But I, it, yeah, and I've never, I've always been an entrepreneur, so I've never, like, my goal is to get this job so that I can get through the real estate market that's crappy right now. And then I'm talking back in 2008 or whatever. Yeah, so I that I can say it's not now. Yeah. No, no, well, it depends <laughs> it on how may, you look at it. See, yeah. here's here's your 12 months right there. I mean, in 12 months. I have a 20-year, I have a, well, I used to in the last house, I had a uh, 20-year plan. I had a chalkboard wall. And this mm-hmm. is my one-year, my three-year, my five-year, my 10-year, my 20-year. Were you were you willing to change them? Were you willing to move them? Yeah, Yeah, that's course. what you have to be willing to do. Right. But you still keep your eye on the ultimate prize. Yeah. It's, is, it's fine to say, mm-hmm. I want to retire at... 65 i want to retire at 55 i want to retire at 45 you know oh i've said that i was going to retire at 50 and here i am not retired um so yeah of course you change your plan but you make you know the the coming back to the election process i guess when you think about what is good in your life now and the things that have changed in your life since the elections Elections do have consequences. Yes. You definitely, definitely, definitely need to pay attention to the people that are out there campaigning to be the leader because just because you feel like they look good or they know certain people or they have the most money or they play the saxophone, or whatever the deal is, that doesn't make them good for you. No, but there's that perspective again. Mm-hmm. Which way, which which view of that statue do you like? I like the libertarian view myself, okay. but that's just me. You know, in doing that, I guess we need to make sure that just in case our guy doesn't win, mm-hmm. Is the other guy also looking at 
the statue that we're looking at and right. going, let's keep that together? Well, and that's a whole nother thing because we have to, what kind of honesty are we really getting? What kind of truth in media are we really getting? You can think that the guy sees your perspective and is looking at your side of the statue or whatever, however you want to put that. But that information is coming from somebody else. Sure. Then it, go back to uh, our pre-conversation and the soundbite. Mm-hmm. You know, the click. That's the, that's all the media wants anymore. Right. They they want you for they used to want you for a half hour every night. What was the title? Uh, it was DeSantis we were talking about earlier, where he. Oh yeah. Uh, quick story here. Uh, CNBC or NBC, DeSantis was giving a speech to uh, some kids uh, last week or whatever, and he walked up and they were all masked, and I guess the people behind them were not. And he had walked up on the stage and he took his mask off and he said, hey, guys, I just want to let you know, if you want, take off your mask. And there's actual audio of him just, just saying, hey, I don't know if they told you you had to wear them, but I don't care whether you wear them. If, if you want to take them off, yeah. yeah if if you want to take them off, take them off, whatever you want to do. The headline of the, the story was DeSantis chastises kids for wearing masks. That's ridiculous. And I mean, that's, that, that's such poor reporting. That guy should never have a job. And I know it was a guy that wrote that one. Uh, I just can't think of the reporter. But, in, yeah, in my opinion, uh, you failed miserably, and whatever college gave mm-hmm. you a degree in journalism should probably take it back. Well, and I think that's maybe that's another topic for the another, next show. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> anyway. People who should lose their degrees. Right, exactly, and educating our kids. All right, yeah. well, we're running past time. Thank you so much, Steve, for joining us. Um had a so, wonderful time. Thank you for inviting good. me. And maybe, well, maybe Mike doesn't come back next week and you show up. I don't know. Eh, no. well, <laughs> Mike doesn't come back. Mike doesn't come back. No doubt. Right? Oh, hey, wait. You got to wait. So this is Amy Alexander. This is Steve Pausenbach. And please like, comment, share, and subscribe. No doubt. Bye, Mike. <laughs> Don't put the bye mic in there, Nate. <laughs> that is. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> he, sa- he says, no, that's going in. That was gold. <laughs>